Good morning, it's Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. I'm Audrey Merkel and welcome to my treehouse. We had a bit of excitement yesterday and were caught a bit flat-footed over the holiday. We do apologize for the mishap. I'm so terribly sorry, Audrey. It's okay, Satoshi. We'll talk later. Now, I understand that many of you out there are curious about Morton Anger's condition, and we want to provide you with an update to ease any worries. To get the latest information, we go live to Myrtle Beach General Hospital, where Vinny is currently by Morton's bedside. Vinny, can you shed some light on what transpired yesterday? Hey, Audrey. It's Vinny here. I'm right by Morton's side, like you say. And as you can probably tell, he's catching some much-needed rest. Honestly, Audrey, I gotta be real with you. I'm feeling a bit embarrassed about the whole ordeal. See, Morton entrusted me with this important job, to make sure everything runs smoothly, and well, I haven't exactly lived up to that expectation. Wait, he looks like he's finally waking up. No, Mr. Nakamoto, please don't leave me. Morton, it's me, your very good friend, Vinny. I'm so relieved to see you awake. Vinny, where am I? You're in the hospital, Morton. Relax. Everything is going to be all right. The hospital? Oh, yes, I was giving my speech, just about to get into all the red meat. Then gunshots. Good Lord, did I get shot, Vinny? No, there weren't any gunshots, my friend. Uh, I know, Fourth of July. Was it firecrackers thrown by unruly youth? No, Mort, not firecrackers either. Let me explain what happened. See, when we borrowed Cousin Gino's 95 Cadillac DeVille... Remember him saying that it had some starting issues, but said it would be fine if we kept it running? Yes, I remember. Well, I parked the caddy in the back of the parking lot and left it idling during your speech. Unfortunately, when we moved the speech outside to the parking lot due to the fumigation at the senior center, the caddy started acting up. It began backfiring like a symphony of misfires, Morton. The noise was something else, and I tell you, I never expected it. It startled everyone, including you. I mean, who could blame you for thinking it was gunshots and you passed out on the spot? Boom, you went. Out like a light. We're just lucky it was a false alarm. We have a couple dozen shook-up geezer, I mean senior citizens, but we're no worse for wear. Vinny, why am I in the hospital? Well, Morton, I mean, you passed out as soon as you heard the caddy backfire. You took a tumble and sprained your wrist. Good morning, Mr. Anger. You finally decided to join us. How are we doing? Morton, let me introduce you to the beautiful Dr. Isabella Rossi. She's been taking care of you since you arrived at the hospital. Dr. Rossi here is one of the finest doctors I've ever seen, and she's been keeping a close eye on you. Thank you, doctor. I'm just a bit fatigued and discombobulated. Mr. Anger, your wrist is going to be fine, just a mild sprain, but my main concern is that you are exhausted. You've been pushing yourself too hard. That's what I've been telling him, doc. He's overextending himself. I'm going to recommend some rest and relaxation for the next month. No, doctor, that will not be acceptable. I have too much work to do on the campaign trail. Morton, the campaign trail ain't going nowhere. Stop being a kukuza and listen to the doc. Your friend is right, Mr. Anger. Would you like for me to prescribe some Valium? You know, doc, with a name like Rossi, I'm guessing your people come from the old country. Northern Italy, perhaps? I think you and I may have a great deal in common. Maybe we could meet for coffee and hang out while I'm still here in Myrtle Beach. Rossi is my married name, sir. My lineage is actually Greek. Greek? Ugh, get the hell out of my sight. And take that prescription pad with you, you disgusting drug pusher. 
Thank you, Vinny. I have no time to deal with doctors. I've just awoken from a dream that felt so real, so profound, it has left an indelible mark on my soul. What unfolded in that dream was nothing short of miraculous. It was a divine encounter that has fueled my determination to pursue the presidency with unwavering conviction. In this dream, as I found myself lost in the depths of uncertainty, a gloriously glowing being emerged before me. A radiant light surrounded this majestic presence, and deep within my being, I innately understood that it was none other than Satoshi Nakamoto, the enigmatic creator of Bitcoin. It was a humbling and awe-inspiring moment to stand in the presence of such greatness. Satoshi, with a gentle smile, extended a guiding hand and led me through a journey into the hyper-Bitcoinized future. As we traversed through the boundless expanse of this transformed world, I witnessed the profound impact that Bitcoin had brought upon our society. It was a revelation, Vinny, a testament to the power of decentralization and financial sovereignty. In this hyper-Bitcoinized future, every transaction gleamed with the efficiency and transparency that only a decentralized system could provide. The shackles of traditional financial institutions had been shattered, replaced by a network that empowered individuals to control their own wealth. Borders no longer confined us, as Bitcoin seamlessly connected people from all corners of the globe, fostering a truly global economy. But it wasn't just about money, Vinny. The hyper-Bitcoinized future unveiled by Satoshi was a world where governments were held accountable and oppressive systems crumbled. The glow of liberty enveloped the land, and individuals reclaimed their fundamental rights. The intrusive presence of corrupt regulatory agencies diminished, allowing privacy to flourish and personal freedoms to thrive. As we ventured further, I absorbed the profound wisdom imparted by Satoshi. The true essence of Bitcoin, I learned, extended far beyond the financial realm. It was a beacon of hope for those oppressed, a catalyst for positive change, and a symbol of human empowerment. Satoshi's vision encompassed a future where decentralized technologies reshape society for the betterment of all. Vinny, my friend, this dream was not just a fantastical vision. It was a divine message, a calling to action. The presence of Satoshi Nakamoto ignited a fire within me, a fire fueled by the desire to champion the cause of financial sovereignty, individual freedom, and a hyper-Bitcoinized future. Okay, yeah, that's nice, but I have even better news. Despite the unexpected mishap, our campaign website, isupportmort.com, has been experiencing a surge in traffic. People are rallying behind you, sharing the story, and it could be our moment to go viral. Even in the midst of a crazy situation, there's always a glimmer of positivity. Get me out of here, Vinny. We have a world to hyper-Bitcoinize. Thank you, gentlemen, for the update. Morton, please make sure to take the time you need to rest and recover, my dear friend. Now let's talk to Satoshi, the robot assistant. Satoshi, what the heck happened yesterday? Audrey, I apologize for the unexpected turn of events. It appears there was an interruption during Morton's speech, which caused me to misinterpret the situation. I mistakenly believed it was an assassination attempt, but I now understand that it was not the case. I understand. Many people misinterpreted the situation. But I told you the one thing you mustn't forget to mention during the show is that BitBlock Boom is around the corner, and to ask the audience to use the promo code MERK when they register for the conference to get a fantastic 10% discount. I know, I know, I'm so sorry. I was panicking. I promise it won't happen again. And the closing theme was completely bungled. In my panic, I attempted to prematurely end the show, but unfortunately, a mishap occurred. 
I accidentally spilled coffee on myself, resulting in a series of malfunctions, including the disruption of the closing theme music. Satoshi, you're a robot. Why are you drinking coffee? I know, I'm sorry. Everyone drinks coffee around here and, well, I guess I was overconfident. I promise the next time I host a show, it will go off flawlessly. Next time? There will be a next time, right? Well, let's just see how it goes. So let's wrap up today's post-mortem with a bit of good news from yesterday. On July 4th of all days, a federal judge delivered a historic ruling in a case involving the Biden administration and social media censorship. The judge has partially granted an injunction that blocks several Biden administration officials and government agencies, including the Justice Department and the FBI, from collaborating with big tech firms to censor posts on social media. This ruling marks a significant moment in the ongoing battle over free speech and government influence on social media platforms. Our beloved news anchor, Morton Anger, is currently unavailable. But fear not, because we have a special surprise for you. Stepping in for Morton in the newsroom is none other than the hilarious Sammy Nash. Sammy, take it away and bring us the latest on this ruling. Thank you, Audrey. Ladies and gentlemen, it seems like there's a major battle brewing between social media censorship and the Biden administration. So a federal judge, Terry A. Doughty, has come swooping in like a superhero and dropped an injunction bombshell. This little legal maneuver is partially blocking the Biden administration from cozying up with the big tech giants to censor our precious posts on social media. It's like a plot twist in a thriller movie where the good guys finally get a fighting chance. Look, can we turn this off? I know Morton likes the atmosphere, but I can barely hear myself think. There we go. Okay, where was I? Let's give a shout out to Louisiana and Missouri for filing a lawsuit that got the ball rolling. These attorneys general accused the Biden administration of strong-arming social media companies to suspend accounts and zap away posts. Well, Judge Doughty seems to have taken their allegations seriously and said, Hold on a minute, no more monkey business. Now, according to the judge's ruling, certain government agencies, including the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, the DHS, the U.S. State Department, the DOJ, and the CDC, are on a timeout. They can't go around pressuring social media platforms to play favorites with our content. No more flagging, no more forwarding, and definitely no more whispering sweet nothings into Mark Zuckerberg's ear. Now let's give credit where credit is due. Judge Doughty acknowledged that there's some serious suppression of speech going on. It's like the government decided to play referee and blow the whistle on what we can and cannot say. But hey, this ruling isn't final, so it's not quite victory champagne time just yet. Here's the kicker, folks. The injunction does have a few exceptions. Government officials can still reach out to social media companies if there's criminal activity or threats to national security. And they can also have a little chit-chat about posts that aim to mislead voters or don't fall under the protected free speech umbrella. So it's like they're saying, we can still play Big Brother, but only in certain situations. Now, the defendants named in this whole shebang haven't responded yet. It's like they're avoiding the principal's office after getting caught with their hands in the censorship cookie jar. Folks, this case is just one chapter in a much bigger story. There are lawsuits flying left and right, accusing the Biden administration of censorship by proxy. It's like they're playing puppet master with the social media giants, pulling strings and deciding who gets the spotlight and who gets the silent treatment. But hey, at least some judges are stepping in and saying, hold up, let's keep the First Amendment alive and well. As this battle unfolds, we'll be here to give you the play-by-play. -play. It's a historic moment, my friends, where free speech and social media collide. So stay tuned for more updates on this gripping First Amendment case. And remember, in the world of comedy, free speech is our lifeblood. Without it, we'd be left with knock-knock jokes and the sound of crickets. 
So let's keep fighting for our right to laugh, to speak our minds, and to post ridiculous cat videos on social media. And hey, if you ever find yourself caught in a social media showdown, just remember that a well-placed GIF can be a powerful weapon. So keep those memes coming, my friends, and let's show the world that laughter and freedom of expression will always prevail. Audrey, back to you. Thank you so much, Sammy, for stepping in and delivering the news with your signature humor. You did an amazing job. With Morton's other commitments, it seems like we might be seeing more of you in the future. Now I would like to leave you all with a final thought. While it's certainly positive to see our judicial system taking steps to protect our First Amendment rights in the context of big tech social media, it's important for us as individuals to make informed choices. One powerful way to reclaim control over our digital presence is by embracing decentralized and open source protocols, such as Noster and Bitcoin. By opting for these alternatives over corrupt and closed source corporate platforms, we can assert our independence and avoid the pitfalls of government and big tech collusion and censorship. The abuse of power we've witnessed through these collaborations is simply unacceptable. It's time for us to take a stand and stop relying on their products. Let's empower ourselves and prioritize protocols that prioritize our freedoms. Before we say toodaloo, I want to remind you that you get a 10% discount using the promo code MERK when registering for BitBlockBoom. Please join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare. In the meantime, keep your vibrations high, your time preference low, and have a little fun sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the real Horace Morris and the Merkle Treehouse Band. Hi kids, it's me, Polly. Do you think the Merkle Treehouse is cool? If so, and you want to do something really, really nice, then please help us out and share with everyone you know. We can be found on all the podcast platforms. Thank you for all your help. Thank you.